and welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Quentin, got my brother Travis with me as always, and this is episode two for our year-end favorites of 2020 countdown. So yeah, just, just as a reminder, just to put this back out there. These are not in any particular order because we are trying to do this thing where we're going to treat it like a like a spontaneous mixtape or DJ set or something like that, right? So I'm going to play something and then Quentin's going to pick something from his remaining picks. And I have no idea what Travis is about to play. Yeah, this is spontaneous. Yeah, last week I kicked it off. Right. And I played three songs, Travis played two. Yeah, and I, I you know, tried my best to pick matching songs, but you know. It is what it is, but I think with this next one, Q, my first pick today, I think you're gonna, I think you're gonna be able to flow with this one. I'm ready, bro. Let's do it. So you know, Q, there are certain things in life that are that are, you know, without a doubt, right? Like for example, the sky's blue. The sky's blue. I was about to say that, dude. Water is wet. <laughs> uh, and one thing. I'm almost fairly certain of Q, is that you're going to fucking love this song, okay? All right, dude. So, I would classify these guys as psychedelic shoegaze. Mmm, yummy. I don't know what kind of a name this is, but their name, the first part of the name is fine. Karen. (laughs) K-A-I-R-O-N. Then it's semicolon, I-R-S-E, exclamation mark. What the hell is this, dude? That's what I'm saying. There's a semicolon and an exclamation mark. So, um, we're going to start this off just fucking at a high, high energy level. I'm already pumped. Could you tell I was shaking my hand, dude? Because my focal started vibrating there. <laughs> All right. So, Q, this this band, like I said, their name is Karen I-R-S-E. The album is called Polysom. came out on September 11th of this year. And this song is called And Bat None.
That's my jam, dude. I will never get tired of this flavor of psych rock ever. Yeah. Um, I knew you would love it, dude. I just knew it. So this is like the perfect, like you said, psych rock, right? But shoegaze in all the all the right ways too. It's like a perfect blend of shoegaze and, and, and psychedelic. I got that wall of sound. Wall of sound. And I, I love the like the contrast of the vocals, you know, the soft, breathy, classic kind of shoegaze vocals, plus that wall of sound and the psychedelic flair that they added to it. Like it's a great, great like balance, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that drum beat that drum beat is the is that I mean that perfect like right in that psych rock pocket. I don't know why like there's there's a certain kind of beat that goes along with this style of music that I I'm a huge fan of it. It's usually pretty simple and it always just keeps driving forward in the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I love it. Love it. Yeah, so that whole record again, it's called Polysom. It is in that that same that that pocket, right? It's kind of like Team Impala's brand of of psychedelic like here and there you know on that travis i'm so glad you said that brother oh man what a perfect transition <laughs> now i knew you had tim and paula on your list so i figured you would you would play him oh yeah dude. after this track as a good a good flow so yeah how can we talk about 2020 and new records without talking about tim and paula's very highly anticipated record so q tell us what you got here yeah so this was early 2020, man. I was still this working was in the very office. Very early. I was still going into going into work every day. I remember my my buddy, one of my coworkers, who's also a Team Impala fan. We kind of geeked out about it. Let me see if I can pull up the date here. Yeah, this was very beginning of the year, dude. Um, God, now you're gonna make me get get depressed here because we had Team Impala tickets, man. I know, dude. You oh my it, god, dude. I'm sorry. That's right. Um, so my internet. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I would be better off just using my phone. Okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah, so so we're talking about the slow rush. And this was Tame Impala's uh latest album came out in February of this year. And I listened to it as soon as it came out. And so it's no uh secret. Dude, that we're we're huge Kevin Parker fans. I'm glad that you said his name because it's you have to like you have to. Team Impala is Kevin Parker, right? So it's like it's it's good to remind people like this is this is Kevin Parker, really. You know, this is all Kevin Parker. If you see Team Impala live, it's Kevin Parker with all of his friends. All of his friends, his friends from are, um, his friends are tagging along to to pull off a live show. Yeah, yeah. Um, I tried really hard to leave off the obvious choices on my favorites list. You know, Tame Impala being an obvious favorite. Same with The Strokes. I left off Fleet Foxes. But this song made it on the list because... So this is the first track on the Slow Rush. And when I heard it, dude, I just... I mean, just... I got so excited. It just made it obvious. Like, all right, this is going to be another amazing Tame Impala record. And Kevin is continuing to evolve with this sound, and I'm so excited to hear the rest of this album. And this, dude, this song is easily, it might be one of my favorites, like, in the top five favorite songs of the year. It's just something about this song. Yeah. I mean, you know, with Tame Impala, you know that you're going to be taken on a journey, right? So this is, like, yeah, the first track. So this is, like, how he chose to start this records journey off for the listener yeah and like you said it's tame impala so like when you as all of us did who have been sort of anxiously awaiting the next tame impala record to drop like the 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 excitement level is so high like when you hit play you know because you're like all right what am i in store for here you know like what could, what could he where could he possibly go from currents you know like what's next okay so here is the first track on Tame Impala's album, The Slow Rush. The song is called One More Year. (laughs) 
Yeah, you can't help but move around the room, dude. I know, man. And of course, you had to play it to, to like, he, that was a four-minute clip because you, you had to get back into the, uh, when he brings it all back in like that Back at the into end. that groove. Yeah, man. There's just something about uh, Kevin Parker. I mean, we did an episode on, on, on um, uh, inner, what, inner Speaker? Is that yeah, the, we did Inner Speaker. Yeah, right? so, you know, we talked about him as an artist and and all that stuff on that episode but yeah he's just he's he's um what is it like a you know triple threat or whatever they call it where it's like his vocals are fucking amazing his lyrics are his great. lyrics are great his his the way he composes his songs and his melodies and stuff like that it's like he takes you on a journey every song is its own yeah i hate to use such a cliche but you know what i'm saying yeah. uh, oh yeah it's a trip you know he's taking you on a trip really for sure yeah, and so I listened to this album when it first came out, and then I just kind of shelved it and forgot about it, and then I reconnected with it during the lockdown, the first go-around, you know, and it was probably April or May, and the lyrics struck me different, dude, with the circumstances. Now, again, this you know, he wrote this well before COVID hit, but these lyrics, dude, it, I don't know why it just kind of like I could relate to it. Uh, at the very end of the first verse, he says, we're on a roller coaster stuck on its loop-de-loop. First off, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the way he delivers the line, too. <laughs> yeah. We're on a roller coaster stuck on its loop-de-loop because what we did one day on a whim slowly becomes all we do. That's what it felt like to me, dude. Every day, I'm like, "Well, what am I gonna do today?" Oh, I'm stuck in the house. I'm gonna do yeah. the same thing. One thing that we did on the whim. Now, this is pretty much all we do now. Yeah, man. This the whole year has been. We're all stuck on a on this loop de loop. We're on a roller coaster. It feels like it's you know we're never gonna get off this thing, right? Yeah. And then down here it says, "But it's okay. I think there's a way. Why don't we just say one more year? Not worrying if I get the right amount of sleep now." Not caring if we do the same thing every week. Good stuff, dude. And it, yeah, it just it just fits so well with like our circumstances. Yeah, and it's funny because nobody saw this. Co- Obviously, he wrote these songs. Yeah. Who knows when? So like, it's just funny how lyrics can be interpreted. Same with um, what's the name of the new Strokes album? The new Abnormal. Yeah. Anyways, so that is a no-brainer. Tame Impala will always find a way on a top song list for me. Any year that Tame Impala puts out a record, it will it will show up on a, a no filler countdown recap episode at some point. I was so excited to hear it, dude. And it was funny, like the first line he says, Do you remember we were standing here a year ago? I mean it's been a few years in between currents and yeah. slow rush, but I, I thought of it as like Okay, you remember that awesome album I released a few years ago? Well, I'm back, baby. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, and it was an interesting record. 
We could we could probably do an, do an episode on the record. Yeah, there's there's other songs on this album that almost made it on this list. Yeah. All right. Anyways, man. Moving on. So passing it back to you, brother. What you got for us? Okay, I think this is going to be actually a pretty good flow from that song. Um, I, I so here's the thing. I brought this guy to an episode back in September as my what you heard. It's this vaporwave artist that goes by the name Equip. And if I were to pick an album, one album that that represented um, like my like music in 2020 for me, it would be his record that came out in 2016 called I Dreamed of a Palace in the Sky. I had to find a way to to, to showcase Equip on my 2020 um list so did you write him a letter and say hey brother could you like release a single <laughs> this year just for me i did actually write him on Bandcamp and asked him what? if he was <laughs> i asked him if he was if they were going to repress that record because it's sold out on vinyl so i did i did talk to him this guy is a cosplay king I think his whole life is maybe a cosplay it's a good thing that you brought that up so yes if you look him up Images of this guy, he does cosplay, um, but that is a character that he's created. So, like I said, right with that record that I mentioned, um, it was a concept album about a like a like a Japanese RPG video game that never existed, right? Um, so, there's this other artist that kind of runs in the same circles as him. It goes by R two three X. And they have started putting out, um, they, they have this project that they're collaborating on, um, which is the, the name that they're, that they're going to go by is kind of funny. It's called the, um, the Nameless Dreamers. R23X also has his own like character that he's kind of come up with. It's super nerdy. Okay. Let's just, <laughs> let's just, let's just put that out there. But, but hey, nothing but respect, you know? Yeah. So exactly. So, all right. So we're going to listen to a song that they collaborated on called airship theme parentheses fast air travel so think about the name of that right airship theme kind of similar to that record i talked about by equip some of the names they seem like they would be the names of like a level in a game that you would play or like something that happens uh like for example fast air travel right so imagine you're playing a video game and there's a cutscene where you're traveling by air or something like that this is the song you might hear on this you know fictional video game that doesn't exist anyway so we're gonna listen to this um it's called airship theme fast air travel it is a single by r23x and equip
great, dude. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the to the rest of the um the the record that they're going to put out together because um it's a lot going on there and it's yeah like it makes you wonder like what am I listening what parts of this are sampled you know what parts of this are actually recorded you know instruments that they're using well yeah this is a yeah I mean uh, that's Equip's whole thing right he's uh, he's here we go Q I'm gonna say the word <laughs> hypnagogic. He uses the same equipment that that um, video game composers may have been using, you know, back in the '90s or something like that for some of these RPGs that came out. Obviously, there's more to it than that, but he is. Some of those sounds you're hearing sound like, you know, a video game score or something like that. Um, and I, I'm honestly I haven't really listened to R23X by himself. He's actually collaborated with Equip on other songs, so I don't know what what he sounds like independently of equip, but that's kind of, they're both in the same vein of that sort of, um, lo-fi hypnagogic. There it I'm going to say that word again. There it is. Lo-fi hypnagogic pop vaporwave even, but they're not vaporwave like most vaporwave. You know what I mean? They're in this other niche, but anyway, I just, I love anything that equip does. I'm a huge fan of his. So, um, I just wanted to make sure I could, pay my respects to the man even though the record that i really fell in love with this year came out in 2016 but anyway that's a great track i love that track i'm excited to see what else they put out all right q i'm gonna throw it back at you what you got for us here before we jump into our next pick let's take a quick break all right dude i've been excited to to share some music from this artist since I first heard her album earlier this year. So this is a electronic music artist. She goes by Yeji. Yeji. That's her. That is actually part of her real name. Her name's Kathy. Kathy Yeji Lee. Um, she is a Korean American. She's born in New York. She's a really unique electronic artists like this is one of the albums for me that i would put in like the top five as far as like most interesting like unique just kind of threw me for a loop when i first heard it so her album is called what we drew it came out in april and um it's it's another one of those examples of kind of I mean, a collective in a way. She has a lot of her uh, friends and fellow artists that collaborate with her on this album. Um, yeah, so so there's a lot of songs on this record that really stuck with me through the year. And just quite a few songs I could have picked, but this is one of my favorites on, on the record. I mean, of course it is. That's why it's on this list. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I think, it, I think it's going to flow well from, from your Equip song. So... Here is a song from Yaiji's album from April of this year, What We Drew. This song is called When I Grow Up. Ahem, one, two, testing, one, two. Thank you. 
Man, that was awesome, dude. Like you said, like, um, really grabs your attention, you know? Yeah. Really different, dude. And, and like, this is an album that you really got to listen to uh, with a good sound system because mm-hmm. the way it's mixed, dude, the bass just kind of vibrates the whole room yeah. like, throughout the majority of the album. Yeah, there's elements of, like, of hip-hop a little bit in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like her. I like the way she loops uh, the beats and her. She uses yeah, her dude. vocals as another instrument. the The funny thing is, like, when I saw the album art on your screen, I thought we were in store for another psychedelic band because it looks like even her 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 name, the script. What it's not even a script. It's like a yeah that display font. It almost reminds me of um, the artist that did all those Yes album covers. Yeah, it does. Exactly, and that's why I thought it was gonna be like the psychedelic kind of prog rock stuff. Not that not that yes was psychedelic, but um, sure, sure, sure. But yeah, yeah, man. Um, really great album, and like I said, dude, from track to track, this shit holds your attention. Really unique stuff. I'm really excited to hear hear uh, what else she's gonna be bringing to the table here. So this is her debut. Uh, she's she's been releasing little EPs and singles for the last couple of years, but yeah, this is her first full length. Cool. So yeah, again, the artist is Yaiji. The album is What We Drew, and that song was When I Grow Up. All right, Travis, time to take us on home. What you got for us? All right. So, Q, a little band called Real Estate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and I have been familiar with them for a while now. We covered them on our music blog back when they first started, which was like 2009 is when they first started making music together. Man, I, I could have sworn they were around for way longer than that, but I guess not, dude. You're right. I mean, we did the music blog over a decade ago, which is insane. Fuck me. Um, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, I fell in love with the record that came out in 2011 called Days. That's the one that I really... Sunk my teeth into. Me too. Yeah, it's a lot of great stuff on there. So these guys are best described as like a dream pop, surf rock kind of. They were in that vein, right? And 2011 was when all of that stuff was coming out, right? And they do it in all the right ways, man. They're not. They don't. It's not a carbon copy of all the same shit that was coming out around then. Right. It's unique enough. That's right. They they have their own kind of um, signature sound, but you know, I think with them more so than. The other bands that were doing this back then, they kind of tapped into that like '60s jangly rock kind of sound too, in some in some ways, in some of the songs. Um, but anyway, so this is their fifth record that they put out um, this year, and this was two weeks after Tame Impala's uh, new record came out. So it was February 28th. Um, it looks like they collaborated with Sylvan Esso. I'm a big fan of her. Yeah, there's a single that uh, came out called Paper Cup where they collaborated with Sylvan. Cool. But anyway, um, there's one song in particular that really stood out to me on this record. And we're going to have to split it into two parts because you have to hear the solo that happens at the end. Okay. But um, this is going to slow it down a little bit from the rest of the songs that we've uh, talked about today. But what I like about this song is that it's – and I think this record, they they did some more sort of like, um, you know, the way they put it, like this was their fifth record. They've been together for over a decade. So their last one came out in 2017. His wife was pregnant. He was struggling with and asking like, do I continue real estate? Like, do we keep going with this? And he's just been working on these songs kind of slowly, you know, over the last three years. So like it's, you know, they wanted to take some risks. They wanted to do some different things. And I think this song is kind of an example of that because it's, Almost like a progressive rock song. Um, So, yeah, we are going to play the song called Also a Butt.
classic real estate, but like it is, yeah, yeah. I, I like how it, it is almost like like a miniature prog rock song, you know, like he's right, taking exactly. us in all these different directions in one song, but it's not dry. It doesn't drag on for nine minutes, you know. Right, right. So what's interesting about this track is that um, this is the first real estate song where it was primarily written and sung by the guitarist. So that's not the main singer that we're used to. His name is Julian Lynch. Um, so one thing I wanted to ask you, Q, because I know you're you're more of a um, Beach Boys fan than me. Wouldn't you say that real estate, the way that they have, uh, that they do their vocal harmonies is kind of reminiscent of some Beach Boy stuff? Absolutely, yeah. And let me, can I just, I feel like I need to clarify something. Yeah. Now that, now that you said that about, about me and the Beach Boys. I I don't know if I would call myself a Beach Boys fan, but there are a handful of Beach Boys songs from like right before Brian Wilson went totally insane. Yeah. That I really like. But yeah, and it is I I, I dude, I I could go the rest of my life without hearing their their surfs up sure era, you know. Yeah, right. But yeah, no, it, the the way that Brian Wilson um and I feel like he's probably the one that orchestrated all the harmonies. <laughs> yeah. You know, the rest of the guys did their part. But yeah, that's what I love about Noah Lennox or Panda Bear, how he and he, he's harmonizing with himself, but he taps into that Brian Wilson. Yeah. Harmonizing. And I just love it. That's one of my favorite things about pa- a Panda Bear song. But yeah, dude, you're right. It's it's definitely that it's got that same flavor of harmonizing. Yeah. I've always thought that real estate. In all of the stuff that they've done, I've kind of tapped into that style of harmonizing. All right, let's skip to the end here. I just wanted to play because there is a really cool guitar guitar solo, and it's not surprising that Julian, the guitar player, wrote this song because he's like, "Let me sneak in this badass guitar solo at the end." All right, let's so let's listen to this guitar solo to close us out here. Yeah, dude, that really is like a pocket size prog rock song. It was like a Cliff Notes version of like a Jerry Garcia guitar solo or something, but it yeah. didn't last for twenty minutes. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it's a uh, it's jazz, right? I mean, that's a jazz jazz guitar solo, like jazz. It's like a it's like a indie rock jazz fusion or something like that, which you don't hear very often. Um, but yeah, I thought that was kind of 
Kind of interesting. That stood out to me on the record. And I will yeah. say, not to, I mean, I guess I don't have to do this, but I guess I will. The record as a whole, I was pretty unimpressed with. But this song is in the middle of the album, and it just kills the show, dude. You got to listen to, if you're a fan of an artist and they put out a record, you got to listen to the whole thing because you're going to miss perhaps the one song that's really good and, and worth hearing, right? So you got to stay committed. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm glad you said that, man, because it's, it's what we preach on No yeah. Filler. It's what we, this the basis of this entire podcast is the hidden gems. You know, yeah. Discovering the hit, the hidden gems, the the non singles that go unnoticed a lot of times on right. in records. Right. So anyway, um, yeah. So that was real estate, and the record is called the main thing. Came out in February of this year, and that's going to wrap up this episode of our 2020 countdown. So we'll have three more after this. Yeah. So that's our our five for this week but we got to close out with another favorite 2020 moment in music that's right so last week um we had tom york's performance of plasticine figures on the jimmy fallon show so we decided in in addition to our five picks each episode we're going to bring a favorite musical moment from the year meaning like you know a performance like that that happened on Jimmy Fallon or um, something that may have happened on YouTube or something, you know, something basically that probably wouldn't have happened had it not been for the strange situation that we find ourselves in as a globe in 2020, right? The pandemic and how it actually brought some really cool moments to music that probably wouldn't have happened otherwise. So Q, what is our, what is our pick for this week? Do we even, do we even know? I got it, bro. Okay. Let's talk about Erland Oya mm. and the quarantine at El Gonzo. I want to talk about this album and the circumstances that led to its birth. Another thing that's no surprise to anyone that listens to No Filler, we are massive Erland Oya fans. He is one half of the folk duo Simon and Garfunkel 2.0. He's part of Kings of Convenience and uh, he does a lot of solo stuff. He's also in a band called The Whitest Boy Alive and he ended up releasing an album this year called Quarantine at El Gonzo and the title of the album is exactly what it is and how it came to be, right? So yeah, so the story is they, they being Ireland and this guy named Sebastian Machat were booked to play this festival in Mexico, right? So this was back in March and they had shown up um, to this like um, resort or something like that or this um, something that they were staying in in Mexico City. And then the festival was canceled because of COVID-19. And, but here they were in this um this space together and they found their way into so okay i said resort it was this this hotel called the hotel alganzo which is you know the name of this record is quarantine at alganzo apparently there's this um recording studio or something like that in this hotel um or the space that they were able to you know kind of turn into a makeshift studio and um yeah so it was a spontaneous album that was put together due to the circumstances that they found themselves in. They wrote some songs that they just kind of threw together. And so again, we know definitively that this record would not exist had it not been for COVID-19. And it produced some of this really great, beautiful music. Such a great album, dude. And there's a lot of like just fun, lighthearted songs on here. You know, you can tell that they had fun with it. There's even a song at the very end of the record, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Sung by a woman named Clara Sebrion, and she she works at the hotel, right? So they just pulled her in and had her record a song with them. I don't know if she works at the hotel, um, but she... Well, the song is called Keycard, and it's all about... Yeah, it was just like the lyrics are about like she's calling the front desk, her keycard's not working or something like that, right? But again, like just 
funny stuff that you maybe spontaneously put together if you're stuck in a hotel in quarantine, you know what I mean? And you're writing a song. Anyway, really cool stuff. So yeah, we got a song to play and is this going to close us out, Q? I was going to play Wipe Out the first track because it's, go- it's a goofy, fun song. And I don't think, so it's it's either Erland or Sebastian that you hear singing on these songs. It's mostly just them two. I think Sebastian's the one that sings Wipe Out. Yeah, it's, it is Mashat. Yeah. So he's the one singing. All right, Q. So um, that'll close us out. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at No Filler Podcast. You can find us on our website, nofillerpodcast.com, where you can find all of our previous shows with show notes and track lists and all that good stuff. And you still have a couple of weeks to get your picks in to us. Let me go back to Twitter for a second. We are reaching out to listeners and previous guests who've been on the show and asking to um, asking them to provide their picks for 2020 favorites. And our last episode in our 2020 recap batch of episodes is going to be a collection of music from our our listeners that uh, submitted their songs. We're we're going to go through and maybe pick ten, five to ten. There are some solid songs already on this list, man. I'm excited yeah. to play them. There's been some uh, some dope-ass submissions, Q. So keep them coming. You can tweet them at us. Q's going to post, I think maybe right now. I've got it pinned at the top, by the way. Yeah, so there's a tweet that is pinned to the top of our, our no-filler profile on Twitter asking for submissions. So just reply to that, and we'll throw it into the mix here. And you never know, you could be hearing your song. Play it on no filler. Hold on to your excitement. It's like a dream come true. <laughs> I mean, anyway, so that's that. And uh, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna shout at you next week. Uh, oh yeah, I also have to mention this because we're conti- contractually obligated. <laughs> uh, we are part of the Pantheon Podcast Network. That is. The Podcast Network for Music Lovers. So if you are a fan of our podcast, chances are you'll find another show on that network that you would dig because uh, it's nothing but music podcasts. So that is PantheonPodcast.com. Go check us out over there. And that's that. Next week, we will have five more picks as we whittle down our top 20. And yeah, that's that. So we're going to close out with Wipeout by Erland Oya and Sebastian Machat. And uh, that's going to do it, Q. That's it. All right, everyone. Thank you, as always, for listening. My name is Quentin. My name is Travis. Y'all take care. First one out there tomorrow. The first one out there on the waves. And I'll be gliding, elegant and beautiful. Oh my God, surfing is so cool. I'll be the first one out there tomorrow. The first one out there on the waves. And I'll be gliding. Elegant and beautiful Oh my god, surfing is so cool But in the morning when I paddle out it's true No one else is there The white water is massive It's much like a brick wall The waves are giant monsters They lift me and I fall My board behind me on a leash It's spinning me I can't get up to breathe, hey folks, I am not a water ball For a second it gets calm, I just get sucked into the sea And the next one hammers on my head immediately I was the first one out there this morning The first one out there on the way
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.